1: and 365-day returns. As COVID cases climb, companies return to remote work and schools go online. Physician practice acquisitions fuel the big surge in healthcare deals. And there are big regional variations in child COVID vaccine uptake. It's all coming up on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily. It's Friday, December 17th, and I'm Alex Olgin with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. If you're a GIST Healthcare podcast fan and read our emailed newsletter, The Weekly GIST, we want to hear from you as we consider some new options in 2022. We'd really appreciate it if you took a quick five minutes to share your feedback through a survey at gisthealthcare.com survey. COVID cases are increasing across the country, fast. New Hampshire and Rhode Island currently lead the country in cases per capita. And in New York City, cases are up 135% in two weeks. These concerning numbers are driven by both the Delta and new, likely more contagious Omicron variant, and are again leading many businesses to return to remote work and schools to go back online. Citigroup, Morgan Chase, Apple, and Google parent company Alphabet have all told employees to work from home. Cornell University in New York and Georgetown University in D.C. closed libraries, social activities, and moved final exams online. Hospitals in Michigan are reporting that they're at or near capacity, with the increase in COVID hospitalizations, and many are now having to delay surgeries or other care. Detroit-based Henry Ford Health System is in crisis. The system has been running at close to 100% capacity for months. And CEO Bob Riney says health systems aren't designed to be able to sustain that. It's not just the patients who are causing capacity strains, but also infected healthcare workers. Looking at South Africa, which appears to be a few weeks ahead of the US and its Omicron surge, nearly 20% of the country's public healthcare workers are testing positive for COVID. The country's policy of requiring infected workers to isolate for 10 days is putting huge pressures on the healthcare system, leading to staffing shortages and concerns about patient care. Because many of these are breakthrough infections and are mild or asymptomatic, some South African health officials are calling for the country to shorten or scrap the isolation period for vaccinated healthcare workers altogether. If this kind of situation comes to fruition in the U.S., it would obviously be a huge problem for already strained and short-staffed hospitals. All year long, there have been stories about the flurry of healthcare deals, like the merger of Michigan Systems Spectrum and Beaumont Health, One Medical acquiring Iora, and Walgreens taking a majority stake in Village MD. Now the data is in, and between November of 2020 and 2021, health services deals were up by 56 percent. This is according to a PWC report. Long-term care was the sector with the most deals. A notable one there is Humana's acquisition of the remaining 60% of Kindred at Home. But physician groups came in a close second, with over 400 deals. For perspective, there were about 200 deals between 2017 and 2019. The rise in deals this year is attributed to challenging practice economics, practices looking for stability amid pandemic uncertainty, Continued Medicare pay cuts, and consolidation driven by the flow of private equity dollars rolling up practices. The only subsector within healthcare where deal volume declined was hospitals. It was down 16% in 2021 from the prior year. This matches up with findings from a GIST healthcare analysis earlier in the year. It found that although deal activity among hospitals slowed, the average value of deals was higher. This reflects a shift from bolt-on acquisitions by health systems looking to add isolated assets to larger health systems seeking to combine their portfolios. For the rest of today's news, I'll turn it over to contributor Maya Croth.
0: When the COVID-19 vaccines were approved for use in elementary school-aged children, some families breathed a sigh of relief. But for many others, getting the jab has taken a backseat to a flood of other urgent issues that have gone unaddressed during the past 21 months. Nationwide, only about 5 million of the 28 million children aged 5 to 11 who are currently eligible for the vaccine have had at least their first jab and there are big regional variations. According to the Kaiser Family Foundation, northeastern states like Vermont, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island have vaccinated almost a third of kids, while southern states like Mississippi, Louisiana, and Alabama have vaccinated less than 6%. In North Carolina, some pediatricians say kids are returning for much-needed delayed care and foregoing the shots. The New York Times profiled one community health clinic in Charlotte where families are grappling with issues ranging from severe cavities and childhood weight gain to deteriorating mental health conditions and even undiagnosed cystic fibrosis. Most of the patients that come into the clinic are uninsured, and the area is badly underserved when it comes to healthcare. Doctors are trying to promote the vaccine while being careful to acknowledge families' concerns patiently and without judgment. Low-income children like the ones seen in the Charlotte Clinic are the ones who need vaccine protection the most, doctors say. But turnout for vaccine events has been low, and of the 900 pediatric vaccine doses the clinic received, only a handful have been given out. And with the more contagious Omicron variant surging across the country, the need to get more of those doses into young arms is growing even more urgent. For Just Healthcare, I'm Maya Croth.
1: Taking a look at healthcare stocks, vaccine makers were mixed on Thursday's trading. Pfizer was up about 4%, Johnson & Johnson was up about 1%, and Moderna was down almost half a percent. The broader healthcare sector was up about half a percent. Thanks for listening to Gist Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on gisthealthcare.com. Gist Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Gist Healthcare. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend.